Welcome to our podcast, Hey David, where Grandpa Rod talks about life and attitudes, hope and success. Each week, he raises a new topic for David to consider. We hope it speaks to you too. We also hope you'll invite your friends to listen and that you'll share your comments with us. Here is Rod with today's topic. Hi, I'm Rod MacArthur, David's grandpa and narrator of the Hey David podcasts. Thanks for listening. I want David to have the best grandfatherly counsel I can give. It could be that you'll gain some light pointers too. Welcome. Today I'm going to talk with David about the devastating erosion of hatred. It poisons everything. Life is miserable when it revolves around hatred. Find a better way. Hey David, it's Grandpa. I hate to tell you this, David, but the word hate is overused and diluted in meaning. Don't you just hate that it's like that? You heard about the pessimist who hates sausage? He fears the worst. And when you grab your luggage at the airport and everyone's bag is better than yours, don't you hate it? It's the worst case scenario. Once when Grandma accused me of hating her family, I calmly replied, Honey, I don't hate them. In fact, I like your mother-in-law a lot better than I like mine. I hate making jokes about hatred, but it proves my point. We tend to overuse and dilute its meaning, like these bits of silliness just did. Hatred is vicious, hurtful, harmful, and sometimes deadly. In most cases, it's a poison that destroys the hater far more than it harms the hated. As Dr. King rightly observed, quote, Hatred is too great a burden to bear, end quote. Another writer described hatred like this. It is, quote, ill will or resentment, hostility or animosity, often the driving force for the worst of human behavior, including murder, end quote. On the personal level, hatred destroys the heart of the hater. It turns him or her into mean-spirited, spiteful, and vindictive, Relationships are ruined under the acidic etching of hatred. Far worse than momentary rage or anger, hatred is anger which has come to stay. It stakes out permanent residence in the hater's heart and eats him alive. I don't want that for you, David. I met a fella at the homeless shelter last night. His face was etched in anger. Talking with him, I discovered that he had a lot of hatred and resentment stored up in his heart. Clearly, his life was unpleasant. He was sitting alone, and nobody wanted to be around him. He told me, quote, I choose to be angry. I could tell. Nothing I could say would move him off that spot. He was more than content to be angry. He was intent on it. Avoid such a person. Move on to anyone else. If not, you'll either be skewered by his venom or you'll become like him, smothering anyone close to you with the same corrosive aura. As for hatred boiling over in our society, you've seen firsthand what that does. Billions of dollars in property damage occurred during the COVID riots, not to mention the many murders and brutal beatings that accompanied them. In all my years, I've never seen our country so divided over issues. 
it seems easier to hurl insults, false accusations, and motive judgments than it is to sit and talk calmly and rationally. Hatred is the fuel and fire of all this chaos and contempt. It will destroy us. You must avoid it, David. What is hatred? According to Dr. Stephanie Carnes, it is a profoundly intense and enduring dislike for someone or something. She calls it a heavy, burdensome emotion that can become toxic. Some psychologists describe hatred as powerful negative emotions directed toward people rather than toward what they did or stand for. This is the wrong focus of concern. As a follower of Jesus, I say just the opposite. Hate the sin, but love the one who sins against you. In some cases, though, it is good to hate. We say that God is love. It's in the Bible, so it must be right. But did you know that God also hates? Jesus once said, commending Christians at Ephesus, you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Nicolaitans, by translation, means conquerors of the people. Those Christians hated the actions of others who were overpowering God's people. They did not hate the people. They hated what they were doing. The deeds of the Nicolaitans is what Jesus said. So, while hatred directed at people can break out in ugliness or even violence and wither the heart of the hater, hatred focused against destructive actions is a good thing. It becomes the fire in your boiler the motivation to make a difference. This is an important distinction, David. Hate what destroys, but have compassion for anyone who is being destroyed, even if it's by his own hatred. I heard a preacher say it this way, If you love roses, you must hate the weeds. I love roses. When we moved into our house 24 years ago, I set out to put in a rose garden. At one time, I had nearly 80 roses of various types and colors planted around the house. I fertilized, weeded, and watered attentively. And when powdery mildew, black spot, or any other fungus invaded, I fought the invasion savagely. I hated what was destroying my babies. The fire of hatred made me vigilant to protect. In this sense, hatred is good. It was directed against destructive invasion, not against people. I say, hate what destroys people, relationships, marriages, etc. This is good, but it is not good to hate someone simply because they disagree with you. The COVID riots amply illustrate that. Wouldn't it have been more useful to reason rather than to riot? Hatred in this case was a cop-out. It was easier to vent and rage than it was to calmly verbalize and discuss. Likewise, it is not acceptable to hate whoever insults you, takes advantage of you, or in any other way harms you. Hating will never resolve or remedy these hurtful things. Dialogue and discussion are called for instead. Our society tends to resort hatred instead of discussion probably because we're afraid of the hurt, humiliation, or further aggression that might ensue. 
it's easier to hate in response than it is to reason. But rather than resolve anything, acting with hatred escalates and expands and accelerates the damage. You might think of hatred as the opposite of love. This is only partly true, but it obscures the true horror of hatred. In reality, the opposite of love is not hatred only. The opposite is selfishness, which shows up in varied selfish forms. Anger is often rage over things that don't go your way. Greed is always the self-focused desire to have more, often at the expense of others. Lust is self-gratifying desire, and hatred is self-asserting hostile ill will. Every one of these has self at the center. Love, on the other hand, puts others' needs and well-being at the center. So you see, David, hatred not only damages relationships, destroys property, and eats the heart out of the hater, it also exposes him for who he really is, a self-centered person, not capable of genuine love. Let's hope he reverses his thinking in time. In our society, you will not be able to avoid hatred completely. It seethes and simmers like molten lava ready to erupt. But you can guard and monitor your heart, assuring that you work on the time-tested power of love. Love has the divine power to squelch hatred. Fill your heart with love for people. Only want what is good for them. Then you will succeed. As Paul said, quote, Do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good. End quote. Here's a short verse by Edwin Markham, often called the Poet Laureate of Oregon. He drew a circle that shut me out. Heretic, rebel, a thing to flout. But love and I had wit to win. We drew a circle that took him in. When your response to any hostility injury or insult issues from love you will rise above i love you david thanks for listening if you got something worth holding on to from this blurb come back next monday next week i talk with david about the biggest gamble in life whether or not i choose to follow the creator see you next week Thank you for listening to Hey David. If you have thoughts, comments, or questions, please send them to rod underscore MacArthur at comcast.net. Rod will get back to you. Also, check out the church's website, www.churchofauburnwa.com. You'll discover a ton of information. You may especially enjoy the page Blurbs from Rod. Until Until next next Monday, Monday, have have a joy-filled week. week.